0: yo
1: welcome to another episode crunch the caviar about to tap in it's gonna be an amazing episode got a great guest Sir. in the building but before we yeah. get too deep inside the guest, we're gonna hand it over to ant for the salutes for oh the, yeah
2: no we gotta uh-huh. give our salutes uh-huh. out so i remember we was talking about them before i ain't like them but i seen them play so, I'm going to have to give a salute out to my boy, uh Patrick Williams. You know what I'm saying? Pat Will. Pat Will been doing his thing. He actually been showing out. So, give a salute out, out to him. Yeah. And salute to the Bulls, I you say, know. shout out to the Bulls. Man. Right. Salute yeah. to the Bulls. Bulls been kind of <laughs> bringing it around. It may, now, make it we rock the Bulls, right? Bulls, Bulls, Bulls you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm going to need y'all to make the play-ins at least. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, going to be there next week. We got to get around yeah.
2: to the Bears, too. Come on now, Justin Fields. Yeah, I don't know how y'all that's feel about moves. it, but that's a big move. That's I'm the Come best on drive now.
0: we've had in our lifetime for sure. Definitely. Facts, facts. <laughs> so
2: those are salutes, and then you know we here at Base Hit, Base Hit Barbecue, best barbecue in the city. <laughs> yes, sir. Come There's on, definitely. check us out.
1: Go tap ahead. Tap in. Tap in. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into the interview. We got our guest today, the one and only. <laughs> <laughs> Armani, Stephens.
3: Yo, what's up?
1: Appreciate you joining us, my brother.
3: No, I appreciate you having me, definitely.
1: So, uh, you know, for those who don't know much about you or not familiar with you, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, where mm-hmm. you from? How you grew up, and and all that good stuff.
3: Okay, so um, you know, I call myself the neighborhood accountant. Um, I went to graduated from Alabama A&M, got a bachelor of science in accounting. Um, I'm from Best HBCU out you know, there. just shout out to AM <laughs> and the boy dogs, Man, no. um, from the east side of Chicago. Man, so on, stony to the lake. Yes, sir. Um, east side. Grew up li- literally in that area, graduated from Wendell Phillips, which is on the low end of Chicago, but, um, I'm heavily invested into the South shore community. So, you know, that's near and dear to my heart. For sure. And, um, you know, I'm a, like I said, I'm an art accountant by trade but an entrepreneur at heart got a lot of business things going on so i'm real business savvy um got a lot of connections within the city so i do a lot of different stuff other than accounting but you know that's the um that's the um cash cow you know?
2: bread and butter yeah, sure. that's right. bread and yeah. Butter, you know that's your in
3: 2021 you know account's been in heavy demand more than they ever been so i'm sure every right. accountant can relate to you know it, it was time it was <laughs> right
1: that's a fact that's a fact so Uh, Some people, you know, because we got the rap industry out, people know of like G Herbo and Lil Baby, but give people a little bit more detail about, you know, like the east side of Chicago and what it was like growing up there.
3: Okay, so yeah, the east side of Chicago, um, I would say it's like any other neighborhood, but it's a a real um, tight neighborhood. So the rappers that he's speaking about that's from Chicago, we literally know each other. We all go to the same school. So the grammar school is probably like, Four to three different grammar schools. So right. you're not going to meet nobody. Like, if somebody said they from the east side of Chicago, you going to know them. You bumped into them in traffic. Me and, you know, G Herbo, we actually went to the same grammar school. So we type. Me and Bibby, he's from the east side. He actually went to Phillips with me. Um, right. so even some older rappers like Bum J. Me and Bum J, I lived on 71st and Merle. Bum J is from 71st and Chappelle. That's literally only two blocks Facts. from each other. So if you... If you do anything on the east side of Chicago and you made it out, you know. Everybody know each other. So I don't want to say it's a tight-knit family. Right. But you know what I'm saying? It's close enough paracentary where you've seen this person. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got
1: you. You either know somebody directly or you know somebody that does. Facts. Oh, for sure.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. So, like I said, I love that community, you know, despite, you know, everything going on in the community as far as the poverty and everything. And, you know, you know how that come with, you know, the system. You know right. What I'm most definitely. People ain't choose to be in poverty. It was, it's a it's a system that works. Oh, they say most definitely. The system broke. now, the system ain't broke. The system works. It's and exactly. That's it's where oil right. It's a well-oiled machine. <laughs> yeah, so oppressed people are in the South Shore community, but you got good people around. Like, I try to do my best, you know, to go back, help the kids. Same as G. Herbo. I know, mm-hmm. you know, you can see here a public figure where he Absolutely. go back to his neighborhood and do Fact. what he can. Shout out G. Herbo, man. And, and the same with yeah, everybody that's from, you know, their community. You feel me? So we're gonna get it back going. Eastside gonna be back up and popping.
1: Oh yeah, east side the best side, you already know. Definitely. So talk to us about cause you say you went to Phillips and mm-hmm. um played uh basketball and so forth. You know, talk to us about like the culture, CPS, high school basketball and your experiences within that.
3: Mm. So yeah, I went to Phillips to, you know, chase the dream of playing ball, you know, growing up. Everybody got them them two common. you either going to be a raffle or you're going to be a ball player. So, right. you know, until you broaden your horizon, that's all you know. So, I was just chasing that dream. Went to Phillips, like you said, the CPS basketball. That's like the Red South. So, that's a real tough conference. You got um, Dunbar in there, which is a pretty, you know, tough school. Um, CVS and just all the schools just on the south side. And these schools, you know, they – they rough, you know what I'm saying? They, <laughs> they gang invested and hood invested. And when you go to play ball, you know what I'm saying? You got to come with your A game and you got to, you know what I'm saying, be ready to be, be prepared to for whatever, you <laughs> know, right. when you step off that bus. You know what I'm saying? Because these schools, like every other school, is in neighborhoods, neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? It's bigger than basketball in Chicago, too. You know what I'm saying? People heavily invested in this sport. So, you know, just to speak on what life lessons you get, you know what I'm saying? You get, you know, the toughness you know what I'm saying, being laser focused in because when you go on that court all that stuff that's going on on the outside, you got to focus on the task at hand. Same thing, you know, you can relate it to life. A lot of stuff going on in our lives and whatnot where just a job still needs to be done no matter right. you know what's going on. So that's you get the laser focus and you get the toughness. You know, them two skills will help you you know, in life.
1: Great. For sure. Now yep. when you was playing ball, did you run into like any players that are like you know, well-known, went to go play college or in the NBA and, and so forth like that.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, played against Jabari Parker, um, which um, well, he played for the Sacramento Kings, I think now. But he's mm-hmm. well-known. Um, yeah. Kendrick Nunn, he played Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, With Chicago, I ain't going to lie, let's go on and on. You so know, we got we got so many hoopers. <laughs> yeah. I can go on and on. I, I, re, I was really playing basketball, like really deep in it. You know what I'm saying? So, what yeah. AAU team did you play for? So, um, I played for the um, Showstoppers, which um okay. R.P. Sherman, it was it was a guy, he had a community-based AAU team, and he was strictly on the south side at the YMCA. He literally took all the kids. If you were from the south side, which is so big, you know who yeah. Sherman is. Yeah. You know who the Showstoppers is. So, I played with them. Um, I played for a team called the Illinois Wolverines. They was out in the south yeah, suburbs. Out the and birds. they, you know, yeah, yeah they really, um, Made yeah, home for me. Too. They, yeah. You know, right. they, they saved me in a sense almost. Whereas, you know, some people, you got to pay for this. It's a traveling team. If people don't know AAU, is traveling basketball. So right. you go to different states. You got to stay in different hotels. At the time, we wasn't financially fit. So the people in the Illinois Wolverine, oh, man, they had me bagged, you know, to the fullest. When we go to Orlando, they fly me out to Orlando, you know, and hook me up with whatever I need. So I, I take my hat off to that AAU team. But them, the two teams, you know, I played for the Showstoppers and the Illinois Wolverines. Okay. okay. All right.
1: Now, what did you uh, you playing high school ball? You know, where did that take you after after high school?
3: So after high school, um, I got slightly recruited by some JUCOs, which is junior colleges. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, like I said, I had some offers, but that's not what you want. You know what I'm saying? So you don't go that way, which I learned. Right. Now I tell my kids, listen, go where you go where they want you. you know, <laughs> what I'm saying that make a big difference. So. Like I said, I turned down the office that I did have and I went to Alabama A and M trying to chase the D one dream. Oh, this is a D one school, you know right. what I'm saying? My man's them down there. Right. Let me go down there. I'm finna build I'm finna get on the team. I'm finna walk on or whatnot. Um got down there, tried out, kinda made the team. The coach that actually, you know, I was locked in where he actually passed away. His name was Coach Wright. Um, uh, coach Yeah. So, um anyways, you know, fast forward, didn't get to I think I redshirted that fresh me I left, actually left the school. Now i like, man, I'm going to go play. I played at this school called Lincoln College, which is an, um, it's by ISU, which is Illinois State. So normal, Illinois. This was a top-heavy juco. Okay. So okay. Um, you can compare it to, like, an Indian Hills or a Sands or a, a Logan. So this this is juco is real good. I, I played with a guy named Aaron Simpson. He was an All-American juco player. He was a guard. You know, next to me, he went on, played at DePaul and Mm -hmm. did some other things, you know what I'm saying? So, played there, you know, things got rocky, not going how you want it to go. You know, as a kid, you 20, you chasing this dream, you get frustrated, you know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, things ain't going your way, you kind of, you know, do... You know, I, I don't want to say quit, but you kind of you know change your perspective, right? Kind of big. what's going on, yeah. You know what I'm saying around you, so that's how things was going. Shit wasn't going. I mean, things weren't going right how I wanted it to go, how I visioned it. So I'm like, man, forget it. I'm gonna go back to Alabama A and M, and I'm gonna just see what goes on. I ain't even, I ain't think about no graduating. Right. I ain't think about what I'm gonna major. I ain't think about life after. I just knew I right, my homies down there. You know what I'm saying? It's a pretty cool environment. I'm away from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Let me just go and see things, you know, how to happen. Like I said, all the time I was going to Alabama, I ain't never thought about graduating. Mm. Not wow. even to the time that I stepped foot on it. It never clicked to my mind that it was possible to wow. graduate. Well, but it was a guy I met down there. He was from Peoria. My guy named Jamal. He was the first person I seen graduate as far as the person that was around me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're you going to do what? What you see around you. So when I seen him graduate, I was like, "Oh, it's possible." Right. I ain't saying I could do it, but if he could do it, he—I he, was just in the club with him. I could right. do it with him. You know what I'm saying? If he but. could do it, I could—I could possibly do it. See, what I'm saying it wasn't till about two, three years into Alabama, and then it was like, "Oh, all right, I can graduate." You know what I'm saying? I had to look at the curriculum to scratch off the classes to even know what it takes to graduate. Right. Until about that third year, like, oh, I took this class, this class, this class." And I looked at the things, I'm like, oh, I can do this, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, It
0: ain't, right. ain't, ain't rocket science, it ain't hard. Yeah. So, so I, I want to spend a little more time on that, because I think that's just incredibly important, man, piece of the story. So you saying you didn't even know, you was in college for two to three years, and you, st- you didn't even know it was possible to graduate, man. Nah,
3: for real, didn't even, not even know it was possible, I didn't even think about
2: it. Right.
3: You know what I'm saying? You going through the yeah. motions. I was down here with my homies, we exactly. going to the clubs, you know what I'm saying, um, I'm married now, but it's women here. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, yeah. it's just this what's going on. I ain't here in Chicago. I'm, you feel me? I ain't got to worry about exactly. all that nonsense. Exactly. Right. I'm having a good time. Yeah. And in so, between having a good time, I go to class. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so it sounds like you know, for you going to college was really, you just you just upgrading your life. You know what I'm saying? You just I'm trying to get away from the city. Uh, I'm going to go have fun. I'm going to go be with the guys. But you you wasn't uh, originally going necessarily for school, you know, yeah. and it's like just trying to think about, like, why is that? You know, like what? Obviously, we don't see that, you know, when you was growing up. You didn't really see that, right? So, yeah. you know, maybe just talk a little bit more about, you know, why didn't you really believe that that was possible at first?
3: Man? Yeah, definitely. Because, like you said, you really don't see that. So for m- me and my family, I'm like the first generation. Exactly. Yeah, you know exactly. I'm saying? graduate. So it wasn't a that wasn't a conversation in the house. My mom was not tell me, yeah, you can go to school, you do this, do that, you can graduate. Um, she, nothing. Everything that I went down there, I found out. Yeah, I learned about fraternities and sororities. Even though these things been around hundreds of years, I never right. heard of. I'm used to the other organizations. The Black People Stone <laughs> the growth and development. Fraternity. You know I mean? I'm, I'm using them fraternities. I know, him. I know the leaders of them. I know how they was founded. I know where they was founded. <laughs> <know> the history. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I know, oh, it's some positive organization that was found hundreds of years ago by positive men and women. Yep. Right. So I learned right. that, boom. So like I said, you know what I'm saying? If it's not a conversation, you don't think it's possible. Exactly. If you never seen it, exactly. how would you even know right. it? You know what I'm saying? I, I seen people graduate high school. Oh, I yep. graduate high school. We knew that was possible. Right. I ain't exactly. never know nobody graduating no college. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know right. the, the process of graduating college. Yep. Right. Just go. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So with me just going, stepping out in that leap of faith, you know, it just, you know, played out in my favor.
1: Yeah. Exposure is everything. Man, exposure expands. expansion. You, exactly. Man, you, are, yeah. you, know, you are what you're exposed to. You are. You said something that was kinda of powerful but I feel like it went over people's heads or did people didn't really think about it is you say you saw somebody in your crew do it. So it's just as simple as that. Like they say, you know, if, if you hang around five broke people, you're gonna be the six. You're the average right. right. yeah Man. exactly. That's, so you are who you surround yourself with for sure. So No cap. For um, real. Be mm-hmm. very mindful of who you surround yourself with, friends, family, associates, whatever, because no. you will.
3: No, uh, just, just to touch on that a little bit Because that's really important That's like, There's no cap on that You are who you hang around And I experienced that throughout my life And I'm sure so many people if I, When I was doing bad stuff Whether it was in the streets or whatever you was doing I was hanging around people that was doing bad stuff yep. right. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I started hanging around people that was graduating I graduated sorry, sorry, When I started hanging around people getting money I started you start getting, getting your money, money. Yeah.
1: You know it's, it's Energy is contagious <sighs> You go
3: you are who you hang around. Yeah, it's, for, it's for real.
1: So just we gotta be mindful. Cause I know it's you know, depending on how you grew up, where you come from, you know, your loyalty is very important. You should always have that. But at the same time, if you wanna get somewhere, like if you wanna be a hooper, you probably wanna hang around some dudes that could really hoop. Damn. You know, you don't wanna hang around not baseball
0: players. Right, you're not gonna hang around swimmers. And, right hey, Even hoop. if
1: you, even
3: <laughs> if you don't make it, you know what I'm saying? you going to be close. You know what I'm saying? Percent. Right. If I hang around some millionaires, I, let's say I don't be a millionaire. I'm going to be a 1000 I'm going to be a, a 500. Right. 100, 100, right. You know it's guaranteed. But hang around some NBA players. I don't make it to the NBA, I'm going to be overseas or something. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? If it, you might even surpass them, but you're going to you know, come close. You know what I'm saying? Right. What's the phrase? You shoot for the moon, you land on the stars. Exactly, bro. Bro. Exactly. You know what I'm
1: saying? Oh, my gosh. That's, that's so important, bro. Like, I'll give a quick, quick, quick story. When I we went to a and together. And I remember when I first got to a and i A&M, I'm like, yo, I'm about to get a 4.0. Mm-hmm.
2: And
1: everybody like, what, you wildin'. But I'm like, no, nah, you wildin' for trying to get a 3.0. Right, right, <laughs> right. You <Yeah>. trippin'. <laughs> 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 like, oh, yeah. you aiming too high. I mean, J. Cole, shout out to the gold J. Cole. If you don't aim too high, you aim too low. For real. So I right. didn't get a 4.0, I ended up getting like a 3.8. But I would have never got the three eight if right. I didn't if, if I aimed at for the three. three oh. No, for I, right. I would have never gotten that. <laughs> so that's just like you say, bro. In life, like you gotta have high expectations, set your goals high, and you know, yeah.
3: you gotta say stuff that blow people mad. Exactly, if, bro. if I tell you my dream and you don't look like nah, that ain't that might not be possible. Right. It's not big Even enough. if you if you think like yeah you could do that, oh, I'd have sold myself short. Right. Yeah. You know I'm saying t- I need to right. tell you something where you like. I don't think you can do that for, yeah. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying, then, Facts. You know what I'm saying? You can make it that way. You exactly. can make it like that. You gotta exactly. Your that's dream got to be so mind-blowing to people. Facts. Don't tell nobody some stuff, you know what I'm saying, where they like, oh, that's possible. Hey. That's cool. They
1: say if you yeah. want to kill a big dream, expose it to a small mind. Mm-hmm. Yes. Gyms. Right. We ain't gonna get too too deep. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right. So how did you how did you get into accounting? Cause you know you say you wasn't super focused on the school when you was there. You mm-hmm. was hoping, you know what drove you to to get into accounting and you know what was that process?
3: Um, I actually fell into accounting. So when I went there, like you said, wasn't I didn't know how to major in nothing, I didn't know what a major was <laughs> right. for real. Mm-hmm. So I knew that I had a connection. One of my guys, he he's my homie. You know, I, I call him my homie, but let's say he's my mentor. He was, um, he's the principal at Phillips. You know what I'm saying? He kind of, you know, brought me through my upbringing. So, you know, he basically told me, you go to school. You know what I'm saying? You get whatever degree, you got a job. So that's how I thought, oh, I ain't make it to the NBA. I'm going to just go to school and I know I, I can get a job. Right. I don't know what it is. I know what I'm good at. I know my strengths. I know I'm good at math. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I was crazy good at math, but being good at math, in high school and college, it's levels to this basis. Uh, especially, you know, you know,
0: being good on the south side of Chicago, you know, at a yeah, CPS yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. I was good know? public. <laughs> I, I was crazy public. Like,
3: I got, I got my um name, no cap, hanging in. <laughs> um, Phillips, the math teacher, he got an equation named after me. <laughs> <laughs> that's I ta- crazy. I taught him something. <laughs> wow. You know, that's crazy. Oh, that's why Every time we see you all, man, thank you for that. Was like, he, was, he was a teacher. I taught man, the teacher, so well, this man got an equation ain't after <laughs> me. But, you know, like I was saying, it's levels too. I thought true. I was going to go there and uh, major in mathematics, found out, like, ah, I ain't that good. You know what I'm right. saying? Switched it. Oh, I like to be a gym teacher. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, that's super easy. You know what I'm saying? I was basically selling myself short. Yeah, right How you wonder, Who wants to be a gym teacher? That's not what you aspire to be. I, I later found that out i don't be no gym teacher man a gym teacher you pay thirty thousand or something like that you work yeah. i'm good you know what i'm saying let me let me find something else so i'm roaming around we got a, um a building called the new school of business which is where all the business majors are. i'm roaming around that building just you know messing around i don't know probably chasing something you know, i don't even know ran into a, um one of the account majors his name was Ohini, African guy. Um, and I just told me I want a major. And he looked at me like, man, you didn't change a major three times. You sure you want a major in I'm <laughs>
2: right.
3: like, yeah, man, sign me up. Signed up. Um, intro to account. Passed with a D. Mm, and my mouth, I swear, I was, D's get degrees. Right. I right. was thinking, I oh, I don't care <laughs> I about it. D. That's cool. We're going to look at my report <laughs> card. I get an F. It wasn't until like um, intro to account two is when I took it serious. And the only reason I took it serious is because she my favorite teacher now, her name, um Miss Gabri. She was um
1: Hey, shout out Doctor Gabri. Yeah, Doctor Gabri. My she, father he
3: put some respect on her name. Gold. Right. So this is what she told me. I'm in there playing around, you know, as usual, not taking stuff serious. She stopped the whole class. She looked at me like, You need to stop playing. My my um my major is serious. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna graduate in this major playing like that. In class. Wow. In Dr. class. Doctor
1: Gabri's a real one. Yeah. Wow. She's
3: a real one. And being from Chicago, you know. You sensitive, we soft hearted, you know what I'm saying? And I took that as I, I've used that, so I took it as she was um Are oh, you trying to compete with me, basically? <laughs> took right. me back to some hoopers though. Are oh, you think I can't? You think I can't play and right. pass I got something for you. I'm right. finna turn up on the playing and I'm finna turn up ten times harder on the studying right you thought i could not Oh, i got you i'm finna play and she became my favorite teacher you know what i'm saying i, sti- I was still playing in class still doing me but i, I was hitting them books because right. i knew i had something for her, you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. And i still talk i sent to my graduation picks and everything like wow uh,
2: that's what sure. like, well, you gonna
3: do that oh, yeah i'm playing we're gonna crack jokes of everything. Still, <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying graduate that's so sure, that's what made me turn it up a little bit more just somebody challenging me Yep. We mm-hmm. need
1: that. We need somebody to push us, mm-hmm. especially as black men. We could be a little hard-headed sometimes. Yeah, definitely. But right. We need that that push and that motivation. Okay. So tell us, well, before we exit out of coll- college, briefly, talk about the HBCU experience because it's been a topic of discussion. You know, the NBA, they had, like, the whole marching bands and stuff playing and Everybody's been talking about it, but it's one thing for people to talk about it and to experience it. Yeah. So you know, Alabama A and M being in the in the dead, daddy South, what's tell us what does that HBCU experience mean to you?
3: Oh man, that's crazy! Like, it's the it's the biggest blessing for real, for real. One now I'm looking back on it in retrospect, something I you know what I'm saying I feel that's near dear to me, the founder and the foundation of Alabama A and M. It was founded by a husband and wife, William Hooper Council and his wife, 1875. The school is not even located in Huntsville, Alabama. It's not. Because oh, wow. the school was so, the city was so racist that they was like, oh no, we got enough schools, you going to have to do your own thing. This 1865, when was slavery ended? Like 1860. Mm-hmm. So he found the school 10 years after slavery was ended. Like, right. Oh, you a goat, goat. Man. For right. real. Was a slave on the land, bro. Yeah. Was a slave
0: on the, oh, he was a slave land. On the land that he founded the school, man, found better, the be school on. So, the boy,
3: so well, like I said, in retrospect, I was learning it's not why I was going to school. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I just knew. But in retrospect, I'm looking like, dang, slavery is abolished 1860. The man found the school 1875. A couple years after I go, and it's still up today. It's 2021. Right. So, I'm like, oh, he, me. <laughs> right. So, I'm <laughs> from Chicago, but that's a. That's some persevering, you know what I'm saying, determination that's like crazy right. stuff. And then, just to elaborate on what I was saying, it's not even in Huntsville. So, he made his own city, Alabama and m is in normal Alabama. That's the a man fact. made his own city, <sighs> found his own school a couple years after he was just a slave. That's
2: a
1: what? fact.
3: That's
2: crazy.
1: How? Well, it's my that's question.
0: crazy.
3: That means we don't got <laughs> no excuses. Exactly. How? Man, black man. man. That's crazy. That's
0: crazy
2: it's dope like how so. y'all know
0: y'all history man at, at these hbcus and they really teach y'all the history of the school and everything i went to pwi i couldn't tell you the first thing about when it, you know when it was <laughs> <don't> founded, <laughs> <you know, laughs> right you know right. don't even right. really care for yeah. it don't care.
2: Yeah. exactly but
3: that's the, that's the strength of of going to hbcu learning something like that you know what i'm saying coming from you know where we come from you hear that you what you know what i'm saying i know who larry Hoover is i know how he found the growth and development organization i don't know what william Hooper council is the man that couple of years after slavery so that's strong you know what i'm saying right. that's that's empowerment that make me feel Absolutely. like oh i can go what i can't do now Star right exactly go anywhere, you feel literally tell yeah. me what i can't do i can run a billion dollar corporation yep. that's money that's easy we're talking about a man that found something that's everlasting generation right yeah so you know that's the that's the importance of going to hbcu finding 100%. that's that's that i know i can't even speak about the people that i went to school with you know what i'm saying them people these people was you know, I'm powerful in their own sense, like my peers, you know what I'm saying? I met Judah, you know what I'm saying? A bright young man from the same place that I was from, but, you know, just in different direction. Jew was enlightening me on so much. I seen him pledge Alpha Phi Alpha. And i like, oh, I ain't never seen you You from where? Jew knows my wife. He met my wife in grammar school. That's a fact. Right. So I know where he from, you know what I'm saying? I know he from the trenches, and then I see you do that. I'm like, oh, you see, when you see your peers do some stuff, it's crazy, right. you know what I'm saying? It's mind-blowing. Right. So that's the importance of... Going to HBCU, you know what I'm saying? Seeing people that look like you come from where you come from, do amazing stuff. You know what I'm
0: saying? Definitely,
1: bro. Yeah, bro. You know that's I love HBCU. It's funny, Ann and I actually met um, at an HBCU at Hampton. At Hampton. So, the beautiful thing is just seeing people that look like you come from places that you come from, and them motivating you to do bigger and better things, mm-hmm. you know. And Brody looked out for me in, in a major way. For so we ain't gonna Facts, get too deep yeah. on that, but yeah. you know, just that bond, that brotherhood and sisterhood, you know that that you meet as yeah. well. HBCU
3: yeah. love is real. That's the thing. I literally just paid um, my niece to go to HBCU, mm. and all my nieces and, and all the kids that I be knowing, I tell them, hey, you go to HBCU. I got something for you. Thanks. You can right. go to the best Thanks. one in the world, which is Alabama and them. But I don't care. <laughs> It's sure. a million. you know. <laughs> Go man. to one. And I got you. You know what I'm saying? And literally pulled up to her prom, you know, hit her hand heavy. You know what I'm wow. saying? Told my niece. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to go to the one I went to, but you go to one, I'm going to look out. You know what I'm saying? Because, right. you know, I've been blessed in abundance where I could y'all, you know, do that, and I know what the experience could do for a young right. lady or a young man. Yeah. And,
2: Facts. you know, the HBC you love it goes across the board. You know what I'm Gosh, saying? It. So it's. It's kind of, like, special in what you said. It's like, yeah, you can go to the best one in the world, like Hampton. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm, oh, ju- I'm just joking. But but at the end of the day, you don't really care as long as you go because you know that experience, that HBCU, uh, HBCU experience is, like, none yeah. other, you know. Don't like you don't. The love, second like, yeah, okay. yeah you don't second to none. When you see, exactly.
3: somebody, you see somebody out, they hit you. I went to, they named whatever HBCU. Right. It ain't going to be no. Hey, I went there. it's gonna be what you did right. hey, what's up you feel like you know this exactly exactly feel like you know that I, man, person we right. gang gang or whatever mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? what's up that's what's yeah. up you know what i'm saying so it definitely a family type yeah. type thing going to hbcu all right so
1: let's uh let's talk about you know your experience after college what did you do after you graduated and you know how was that experience so i think you say you Got a job in corporate. Oh, definitely. So, yeah, talk to us about
3: that. So, um, right out of college, I had I had my, my first daughter. She was, I believe, one. Okay. You know, did the whole I got engaged. Did that. You know, I graduated. It, the day I graduated, it was my birthday. Graduated and I got engaged. it oh, was lit. That's a, so it a trifecta. <laughs> That's you know it. Right, right. Thought it was lit. Shout out to that. Hey, yeah.
1: right, we got we to pause and just appreciate the fact we got black men Thanks. marrying his. You know his child's mother, making him his mm-hmm. wife—that's dope right there, bro. We definitely. don't, we don't, we need more of that Facts. just across the board. Facts. You know, black love is a thing. Then, bro, just graduated college, so he yeah. young. So yeah. I definitely salute that. Then I know your wife too, so right. you know she's a solid individual. So yeah. that's appreciate that's a beautiful it. thing, though, bro. And yeah, right. she
3: definitely a solid individual. I appreciate you know her head in the marriage, and I've been appreciating our relationship. You know, what I'm saying she's been the fuel to my fire. But um, like I said, you know. Got engaged or whatnot. Happy she said, yeah, I ain't had two quarters of rub together. (laughs) I got a degree. I got a piece of paper. (laughs) Thought it was lit up. (laughs) I went back. uh, My mother-in-law, which is her mother, she let us stay with them. So, you know what I'm saying? But I knew, you know, this ain't where I wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? So that was just more. So I I instantly got the grind and found me a job probably like a month and a half out of college. You know, in corporate America working for a company called Relo Direct. Okay. Downtown okay. Chicago right across the street from the Roosevelt Center I okay. was um I was in the accounting department I ain't gonna lie not even know what I was doing you know what I'm saying yeah. <laughs> I, I went through the motions I couldn't right. even believe I was like All right, this, this is what we do I was in my cubicle you know just like everybody else right. going through the motions um long story short probably like I think I lasted on that job probably like seven months until I got terminated. Mm, I got fired. Right. I watched myself get fired. Uh-huh. I, you know, I, I seen him interview the person that was coming to replace me. I knew <laughs> how bad I was messing up. Right, right, right. Uh, oh, my yeah. relationship stuff was horrible. My relationships, not, it wasn't even horrible. It's just, it's different. I, I'm not used to corporate America. I'm not used to, yeah. hey, how you doing? Oh, they inviting me out to lunch. I'm turning that down. No, I'm straight. I'm finna go to the bridge. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm chilling. I'm still stuck in the Chicago, man. Man right. state I'm coming from where, you know, I was a dominant. My culture. I was coming from black to, all right, now I got to kick it around. Right. You know what I'm saying? Other races. And I ain't know how to adjust to that. You cold know, switch. You feel me? I had the cold switch. Right. I, put, I was horrible at cold switching. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People, they was coming up to me early in the morning. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Blah. My, my um, natural reaction was, oh, what's good? I'm good. But, I had, to, I had a delay response right. where these probably people think I'm slow. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm trying to break down how I'm going to say. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, you know I'm saying? I'm doing okay. <laughs> yeah, you know you. What
2: I'm so no. i had no relationships but, with nobody. But that's, that's a big point, bro. And I was actually having this conversation with family the other day, and we were just talking about code switching in general. Mm-hmm. Like if you go into a corporate setting, a white setting, or a Caucasian setting, and you decide not to code switch – you feel me what is that disrespectful or you know is it i'm living
3: out through myself right exactly you know what i'm saying
2: so uh i mean i don't want to get you know too side up but it's always interesting me i want to get y'all perspective real quick it's like if you you decide not to cold squish are you like being disrespectful or you just or is it more so like it's a hard time for them to really understand you you know yeah you get me i kind of look
1: at it like this Everybody cold switch regardless of if we if we acknowledge it or not. That's it. Uh-huh. So I just look at it as communication. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. How I communicate with my mom, OG, what? it's not even the same how I com- communicate with my pops. Right. Versus if I communicate with, you know, selling with bro from with We communicate differently for different right.
2: people. Okay. So I
1: just look mm-hmm. at it as simple as that. Fact.
2: I agree with that. I actually, I actually like that. I, that. I, I like that breakdown, that. I like that was so, the best breakdown yeah, I've heard. It's just, exactly. it's, just yeah. it's just
1: like cold switch because look at it from the other end. Do they have to cold switch with us? Right. Do yeah. other ethnicities cold switch with each other? I think right. to an extent a little bit. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, That's just fact. to um, okay.
3: piggyback on what he's saying, I I totally agree with you. It's the communication. So I'm not even gonna say I was horrible at cold switching. I was horrible at communicating. With that certain group. Right. Chicago is a very segregated city. So I grew up with black people. I went to a black high school, went to a black grammar school. Then I decided to go to a black college. Where did I learn Mm. how to talk to other races? Right. I never learned how to talk to other races. So when I went to Corporate America and I was forced to have to, I was learning that on the job. Right. But, you know, like I said, that was a reason me playing into why I got terminated or fired. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't talking. I wasn't outgoing. I was low-key slagging on the work. And what I I always say, and what I want to say, bosses make the worst employees. I knew Uh I was a boss in mind, You know what I'm saying? And at heart. So I wasn't a good employee. You know what I'm saying? I was a chief, not an Indian. So I couldn't act
1: as an Indian.
3: No, that's that's a a, a major point. That's a big fact, too.
1: Another another nugget out there that bro said, again, if we could overlook is... He said people was asking him out, he like, nah, I'm good. Yo, what we talked about um, earlier is relationships. Right. Relationships is everything. When people ask you out, because you gotta think about it, what if you a boss and you ask one of your employees out? Yeah. And they like, nah, I'm good. You might be like, what's, you know, what's going on? So just being social, being friendly, building those relationships, it to me is just as important as the job.
0: Definitely. Cause Agreed. in
1: corporate, bro, you're not the only person that ain't know what they was doing. Uh, right. No, especially a no. new hire out of college. You're not the and I'm you know and I'm not because you went to HBCU, not because you're black. But there, bro, there are plenty of people that all different ethnicities that no. are not don't know what they're yeah. doing on the job. Yeah. But but because they have those relationships, they know people. Maybe they father, mother, family yeah. member, or they just have good interpersonal skills. That will take you so far in life. Right, You know Manners open doors mm. That you didn't even know exist well,
2: no. I think that yeah. Really Like The situation really speaks more to The Disadvantage You know That um, That like We have As a community Cause like Where would you get those interactions from You're not getting it inside your community You go to a HBCU Like where would yeah, you it. You follow me Like it's where bad. Would you get that interaction at For sure yeah. so and, he, and like Ahead, yeah so that's to me that's because there's kids out there today you know that still do not know how to go into an interview or even you know 100 talk to a white person or anybody of any other race i would say yeah um, um yeah. so i think like that's like the major point yeah community is going in the community and like just exposing bro. them yeah to different things and yeah, exposure.
1: Yeah. all right so after you after you were terminated, you know what happen- What happens after
3: that? So after I was um, terminated, my uh, my mother she had like some slight She was like in the beginning stages of trying to get her tax business off the ground. Um, she had gotten to a space and learned. She learned on-, on her own. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, she didn't graduate college or anything. She self-educated. So she self-educated herself on how to prepare taxes and also how to prepare bankruptcies. That's and so dope. Yeah, man. and the situation so crazy. Even how she learned how to do this. My auntie, which is her sister, had got incarcerated for, wow. you know, whatever. And she had to file for bankruptcy and do her taxes while she was incarcerated. So mm. she asked her sister. So my mom, my mother's the oldest. She asked her older sister, like you asked your older brother, hey, man, I need to do my taxes. I need to do that. My mama just took it on, not even knowing how to do it. Like, right. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hold it down for you. Right. That's dope. Did her stuff. It was like, oh, it's simple. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Let me take on you know, um the yeah. best marketing, the best advertising is word of mouth. Facts. So my 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 auntie, she's incarcerated telling people, Oh, my sister did my taxes and did my bankruptcy talking like she she went through a profession. <laughs> right, right. Everybody yeah. get to call her my mama. You know what I'm saying? So she started literally in the bedroom. She was I used to wake up and, and watch her whenever I come home, I watch her, you know, working on the computer in the bedroom. She was doing taxes and bankruptcy. So she had a a very, very small foundation on taxes and bankruptcy. Yeah. So when I got um, mm-hmm. fired or terminated. I had the blessing to, boom, go to her, and I. What you do? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now I never knew what you do. I didn't graduate with a, a degree in accounting, and I don't right. even know this is what my mama. Ooh, do. Wow, <laughs> that's Yeah Even at A and M, got a um, got a course, at there to graduate where you got to do taxes. Correct. And, like I said, I was playing a lot, so I went to the thing and I, I played. The teacher told me, I don't think you're going gonna make this mm-hmm. i'm you tweaking my mama do taxes this is exactly what i tell her mm-hmm. right? I'm tw- you tweaking my mama do taxes right. you know what i'm saying yeah. i'm straight yeah. you know what i'm saying get through <laughs> uh, it's volunteer work so i'm doing it for free you know what i'm saying i, I can't mess up too bad ain't nobody gonna say nothing to me this is for free right No, i a fact. no effective. standard or anything mm-hmm. so i learned how to do taxes in college my mother was just getting off on her tax business not knowing, boom. As soon as I got fired, though, I started searching for information, which is the biggest thing. Information comes. Right. Oh, right, just, just about just. To say that, man. So, when to moms. Hey, moms, what you do? I get to asking questions. I do this, mm-hmm. do that. How much that pay? Uh, I can get about. I think at the time she probably charged 250 dollars. Two hundred fifty dollars. What? Pull out a calculator. It's yes, easy man. You know what I'm saying? Two hundred. What? If I if you charge three hundred dollars, if I got a thousand people, what's a thousand times. You know what I'm saying? Three hundred dollars. Oh, uh-huh. it's late. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? I got yeah. I know Simple math. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> get, that? Oh, uh-huh. get that job. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's why I ran too. You know, partnered up with with my OG, and you know, got essentially what we got now, which is our accounting and tax business. You know what I'm saying? Got you. Built that from the ground up with the OG. Okay, mm-hmm.
2: so, that's, that's love. Man. So you are you are winning. When like how long was it until you got your office, like your office space, your own? Um,
3: so probably like. Like from the time that I got terminated and what's yeah. not. Um, so, even when I was when I was in school or when I was still helping around. So, I literally oh, okay. come, you know, take out the trash. Right. You know what I'm saying? You start from the bottom. You, yeah. you got to literally learn everything. Mm. Boom. I did one year just taking out the trash, cleaning up the office. Just right. so moms could hit my hand. I could feel good about getting my hand right. hit. I did something. But right. I did another year just receptionist work. Oh, buzz the dough. Hey, hey. Welcome right. to who is Okay, bet I'm transferring you over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I what they, I had some experience on the job, but, you know what I'm saying, or whatnot. Yeah. Then, after I learned what I needed to learn through the times of kicking it with her, probably like a year and a half, okay. two years to, I can get my own office, and you can start doing your own thing. You know what I'm saying? But, them first two years, it was still, right. you know what I'm saying, learn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the you, trenches. You barely you ain't even to get paid. I'm not, you know what I'm saying, which right. is a good book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, where, you know what I'm saying? Robert Kawasaki. He was mm. telling, you know, how his rich dad had him working for free and he yeah. didn't know what was going on. He said, the minute I pay you is the minute that you become an employee. Mm. Right. So I'm sure my mama probably never read that book, but I did. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what she was doing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting paid. I was just doing on the job training. Right. You know what I'm saying? Learning. That knowledge I was putting, putting the all the money. information in. Wasn't getting paid, but I'm learning. I'm talking to my clients, I know how to conduct, yeah. you know what I'm saying, a business on how to do your taxes. If you're in front of me, whether you're over the phone or you send it to me, what's her name? You right. know what I'm saying? And she'll correct where I went wrong at. I sit back, watch how she talking to the people. You know what I'm saying? I love from as well. So, like, that first few years, I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? She'll hit my hand, but.
2: Yeah, that's good. That's. That's solid. That's you know what I'm saying? That. That, that, yeah, yeah that right that, there, that also build like integrity. You know what I'm saying? Respect yeah. for what you're doing too. Facts. So, like, so you did that for two years in the trenches. That actually remind me a little bit of uh Gary V and his story. I don't know if y'all yeah. follow Gary Vee. Yep. Yeah. But uh, he, Gary V he pretty much like worked in his father's uh, liquor store yeah. as like a cashier for about five to ten years. Um, I think it was actually more than that. I'm not sure. But he was just getting minimum wage and was just saving his money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From a million dollar business to like a $40 yeah. million dollar business. Wow. Built it from like a $40 million business and then went online and started doing stuff and never got any piece of ownership. Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I like say it builds so much. It builds, it be, yeah.
3: It, um, it kill
2: the entitlement sense. Yeah. It's my exactly. dad's or this is my mom. So mm-hmm. I'm saying mm-hmm. nah, exactly. you're a worker boy. Yeah. You, know I'm exactly. saying? yeah. <laughs> you gotta start at the bottom and say
3: yeah, like yeah. that. Ain't nothing you're not entitled to anything. Nobody owes you nothing in life. Right. I don't care if it's your mama, your daddy, your brother, your uncle, whoever. Right. And so a lot of people got that sense of entitlement. So exactly you know what I'm saying? when you go through that process as Gary V and everybody else surely did, you know, that gets tripped away from you. And yeah. you know, you know, you gotta work for.
2: It what you want around here exactly that's
1: solid bro your og definitely did did you a a tremendous service because she taught you just like you say integrity you can't buy integrity i know Uh and you know working from the ground up make you appreciate everything more as well Mm -hmm. so talk to us about you know the importance of starting a business and then uh also talk to us about how you can save some money you know, through your taxes as well.
3: Okay, so the importance of starting a business, um, the first thing I always tell people is not for the weak-hearted. When I'm talking to other entrepreneurs, I want to clear that out first. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, mm-hmm. is you a hustler? Because I'm a hustler. Mm-hmm. Hustler's going to make it do. You know what I'm saying? You're going to go to the furthest extent to make sure whatever you're doing works. And if you're not built like that, you know what I'm saying? Don't come down. Don't come in the street. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's tough out here. Stay on the sidewalk. Yes. Go get you a you know what I'm saying, a great paying job because there's nothing wrong with that, you know what I'm saying, yeah. but make sure you get paid on time, you know what I'm saying, because you still got to put food in your stomach and for your family. But right. if you built like that, you know what I'm saying, you were hustling, you know I'm going to go to the furthest extent to make whatever I'm trying to do mm-hmm. happen, and I tell you, all right, man, the importance of starting a business, you know what I'm saying, is just generational, you know what I'm saying. Right. Everybody Facts. started somewhere. Walmart started somewhere, Facts. you know what I'm saying, he had to. And you just build on top of that. And you can pass this on down to your kids, the knowledge that you learn financially, you know, the sh- everything you endure mentally and all that. You know Facts. what I'm saying? And far as the tax side, um, business owners, you save the most mm-hmm. on taxes. Mm-hmm. So what it is not about how much you make is how much you keep. Mm-hmm. How you keep money. Facts. Taxes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what the rich know. I ain't paying no taxes. You know what I'm saying? Trump. You know what I'm saying? Much as I disagree with him. You know what I'm saying? Much as people don't like him. What he was trying to do? He trying to save money. I right? pay <laughs> no, no taxes. I taxes. don't care how rich I am. <laughs> oh, Jeff Bezos or Bezos, however you say his name. The same. Same thing. These people rich off saving from taxes. Mm-hmm. They, they don't care about what I'm selling, how much right. revenue I'm bringing in, how much I'm keeping. And the only way you're going to keep that, the rich know, is by paying less taxes. And there's so many loopholes and ways on paying less taxes. But the only way that you can pay less taxes is if you're in a position of power, if you're a business owner. Right. Employees, pay you get your most. money taken out when your check comes. They you know, pay, the most. pay the most. You taxes. pay the most taxes. So that people people that work for Jeff Bezos pay, more, get, him. pay more, more taxes than him. To him. <laughs> no, facts. Percentage-wise. He percentage, gets yeah. he get
2: <laughs> hell of tax breaks, too. And you know.
3: how is that possible? It's information. You know what I'm saying? Information. I got I got things working in my favor because of these laws. He know that's what he know. Yeah. His accountant or whatnot knows that. You can write off this 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 and that. You know what I'm saying? As in the person that's working for him, he's on a payroll. He's on a you know what I'm saying. He's on a salary or whatnot. So when his check get issued to him, either weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly, taxes coming out. Medicaid, Social yeah. Security, federal tax, state tax, every tax you can think taxes. of. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> name. full taxes coming out your check. You come. To Baseline Barbecue, you order you a rib tip, you gotta pay him taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. You wanna get fresh? like <laughs> some all white G Fazos. You gotta pay him taxes. Right. Facts. Taxes out here ruining the world. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you gotta know how to beat the game. You know what Facts. I'm saying? That's where taxes come in. Taxes very important if you're in an entrepreneur space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's gonna make you. That's gonna make you, a break. You, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to keeping money and having money. Agreed.
2: Hundred
0: percent, man. Thousand
1: mm-hmm. percent. All right. So, so, no, go ahead,
2: bro. No, nah, so I was going to, because you, you made a great point, bro, when you first said it's not for the weak-hearted, you know, in regards to entrepreneurship. And I agree with you 100%. And I think now it's been kind of fantasized of, like, entrepreneurship and what it all does. And I think people, you know, try to keep up an image mm-hmm. of what, you know, what all they're doing. But at the end of the day, it's a lot of trench work. So I agree with you on that now. But... I mean, we talked before, and you mentioned something, and I could be wrong, but you mentioned something about how even if you are an employee and you like your job, you should still get a, a business, a business yeah. right? Definitely. Yeah. yeah, could you go into that again? Oh, and yeah, why? I'm definitely a lot right? elaborate yeah. that.
3: So with me doing taxes, I got, a lot of, I got a lot of friends that have great paying jobs, not good, but great, like over $100,000 mm-hmm. $100, that mm-hmm. they make, and the taxes on $100,000 is crazy, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They paying crazy taxes. So these my friends, uh, these my clients. Mm -hmm. I'm giving them the best information I can. I'm telling them, listen, start the business. You know what I'm saying? Even if it if it don't work out, it's it's great for tax advantage. You know what I'm saying? If you make a hundred thousand, and you have a lot of people are in business, they're just not you know Mm -hmm. on their on paper wise conducting business. Mm -hmm. Whether it's the girl that's doing hair, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's just me and you talking. Right. You can be a consultant. Yep. You can be consulting me on my relationship. I come to you <laughs> ask about my marriage, and you're, you're right. just telling me. So every a lot of people are in business. You're just not on business paper-wise. So I tell them, whatever you like to do, whatever you do in your spare time, whether it's talking to your girls about their problem and helping mm-hmm. them fix it, whether you're doing hair, whether you're babysitting, let's put that on paper. Yeah, Because, you know what I'm saying, it's a lot of tax deductions that you can write off. Mm-hmm. When you're doing hair, you're buying um, all the stuff that goes with it, whereas the rubber bands, whether when you are driving to get the stuff, it's the gas, you gotta eat while you're on a job. Right. You gotta conduct business through the phone. That's the phone bill that you pay. Everything mm-hmm. that it takes to operate, we can write it off. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that so instead of paying taxes on a hundred thousand, let's write off all the expenses that it took to conduct your hair business or whatever type of business. What well, let's say it's twenty thousand. So a hundred thousand minus twenty thousand that's eighty grand. So now you paying taxes on eighty grand instead of that whole hundred. Instead of that whole hundred, big difference. Right. Big difference. Which you didn't do nothing. You lived your life the same same way you've been living. All yeah. you did was excuse me. Mm-hmm. You conducted business and you got the paperwork done. All you right. made one tweet in your life.
0: Information. Information.
3: Information. <laughs> right. Do the same thing. I ain't telling you to do nothing mm-hmm. else. You know what I'm saying? Go. Don't quit your job. Yeah. Live your job. You know what I'm saying? Don't. Don't. Um, stop doing your curricular activities or whatever you do outside. But let's just make sure the business is out. Let's do business. Let's save you some money. You know what I'm saying? I tell all my my friends and homies that that make good money on the job. You know what I'm saying? Entrepreneurship, like you said, is fantasize. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? People, oh, this the only thing you gotta do. No, you ain't gotta do that. Uh-huh. You keep your job. But Rash. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Let's let's get some tax advantage too. You know what I'm saying? Let's exactly. play how you know the big boys playing. Yeah,
0: you know, and just to. Kind of put the ball on that one. In order to do that, you got to do what's called getting an LLC, right, or get some type of uh, business entity structure around whatever side hustles you're doing or whatever projects you're working on. Like you're saying, you don't you don't have to stop doing it; just legitimize it so you can get the tax advantages, right? right? And that's all it takes. Definitely. Whether you want to make
3: any corporation, whether it's an LLC, S-Corp, or C-Corp, I know in the state of Illinois and probably everywhere else, it's $150. Yeah, $150. You know how many? You know how many business I just started. Just getting the paperwork done, like um, registering, getting my articles of incorporation and everything, yeah. just because it was $150. Right. And I was, I was like, all right, I'm going to have this started. I know this is an idea. So when it's time and I got the money and I got the resources and everything to do, it's already going. Right, I that tell to people work. even that. A lot of people hesitate. They double dutch it, and they waiting to jump in. Yeah, like, it's
1: 150. Just start it. You don't know I need. Mean? You gonna learn on the way. to right. spend it at
0: the club. Like, you know what
2: I'm I, I think that's one of those things that people feel like you know they need everything laid out. They gotta have a plan laid out, and it work like at the that. end of the day, you just gotta jump. You just gotta go. Yeah, you the know? stars don't always align, especially right. exactly. In the,
3: you know, entrepreneur space. Just one step at a time. One you know step what I'm at saying? a time. Let's get that paperwork going. Let's register your business with the state of Illinois let's get your EIN number which is the social security for your business let's open your business bank account mm-hmm. so you can track all your expenses and revenues mm-hmm. that your business is yeah. doing let's open you a dozen, dozen brand. yeah. so we yeah. can yeah. build on business build credit, business credit. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. you know what I'm saying and it's, mm-hmm. it takes no time I'm not saying something that's that's gonna take you a year. Right. Tell you some stuff that's gonna take like you a couple weeks. Do it all weeks. in one day. <laughs> you, know, exactly. get it all you really get a 900 <laughs> in a week, yeah. You know, and still and still have your job. Facts,
1: yeah. facts. Yeah, y'all mm-hmm. y'all definitely hit on some some real solid points for sure. You know, people romanticize entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. It ain't for the weak hearted. Yeah, that's for really. sure. All right. What um, you know, are there other, some other tips or? some game that you can give to people about how to save money on taxes or to go about filing the taxes to get a maximum return.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I think we kind of spoke on it if you was an employee, you know what I'm saying? My my advice is to the employees that's making good money and great money, you know what I'm saying, is um, incorporate whatever you, you're you doing as your mm-hmm. side hustle. You know what I'm saying? Register with whatever state you're in, get your EIN number, open your business account, and, you know, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you can keep track on, you know, writing these expenses out. So that's a great way to save tax. You'll save a lot of taxes by doing that, you know, when it's time. Um, if you are um, a business owner or your entrepreneur, um, if, if you haven't um, high volume, you got a, a lot, your business doing good, I would say hire your accountant. Mm-hmm. Get your accountant. They're going to save you a lot of money. Um, they're going to track everything you're doing. You're going to be able to see a financial layout from financial statements then you know how much you brought in revenue how much you profit or lost, you know what I'm saying so that's that'll be one of the biggest tips you know what I'm saying because um, being a business owner or conducting business you can't do everything you know facts it's like what they say is a lot of free agents you gotta build your team <laughs> so build your team and on your team you want accounting on there and they are gonna let you that's, that's the first step because I don't wanna just give information to a business owner and they try to do it on their own Mm-hmm. If you got the money, hire you somebody to do this. I pay for the things I'm not good at. You know what I'm saying? Course, hey, yes now, sir. that's a major key, bro. Because
2: uh, I could do it. I can learn a lot of stuff on my own. YouTube it, Google it. You know what I'm saying? But it'll never get be done the right way. There's somebody that does this for a living. So I think a lot of people kind of cheat themselves that way. Man, so that's a major a point, dollars. bro. <laughs> yeah for a couple of dollars exactly right. and you actually end up spending yourself like you know yeah. time is money time. so you spend more time which is more money you know on yeah. trying to do it yourself
3: We focus on my strength right and everything that's not my strength i'm gonna outsource it to exactly it's called efficiency to. exactly <laughs> efficiency <laughs>
0: delegating
3: so that'd be my mm-hmm. tip tax-wise to business owners: yeah. get yeah. you a, a good accountant that you got a you know relationship with or whatnot all and right yeah they're, so they're sure. they'll take care of all that instead of me giving you information and you know, you're trying to cipher through it you know what yeah. i'm saying
0: mm-hmm. so how does one go about finding a good accountant you know like i know a, a few question. you know h&r blocks and this and that you know there's a bunch right. of different commercial more franchisey ones how does one go about building those relationships and finding like a good accountant that's something i'm actually trying to do now you know right. <laughs> so
3: so how we get majority of our clients word of mouth you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so um, so if you're just doing your own searching or whatnot, you can call and um, and fish these people out. I kind of do that with a lot of stuff, information. Yep. When I uh, was looking to purchase properties, I was calling around to mortgage companies asking questions. You know, hey, how you do this? How you do right. that? They asked them, take my notes, you know what I'm saying, and put it all together. So mm-hmm. if it's like not that. word of like mouth, that. if it's not a friend, you know, that's conducting in your space, or I'm sure you probably got a mentor or something, you're like, hey, who, who your accountant? Who you deal with? You like them? You know what I'm saying? How they is? You know what I'm saying, cause that, my my job is a lot easier when mm-hmm. it comes to that. I got a lot of restaurant clients because I got a, a huge, um, restaurant client of my own, and he just passed my information So they're right. not coming to me questioning me or questioning my work. He didn't already it put didn't, you on. Right? You know what I'm saying, exactly. it's like, hey, this man do great work. Do this, do that. So try mm-hmm. to go off word of mouth, Ask You know the people that's in your industry. You know mm-hmm. who do you deal with? How you like them? Yep. You know did they do this? And do that for you but mm-hmm. you just want to um kind of do the work on your own um google use the phone internet all that and then call these people and ask them hey what could you what what, what do you offer me basically how could this um relationship be mutual beneficial somebody call right. me i'm gonna let you know you know what i can offer you hey listen i'm gonna offer you these financial statements i'm gonna go through your bank statements every month transaction through transaction right. issue you you know an income statement to show you you know, what you've done, done. Then when taxes come around, I'm going um, to consolidate all these income statements and financial statements and show you how to go about it. And any information, account-wise, anything, you ain't got to worry about it. Just coming and ask me. Right. People, where, where most of my clients, when the uh, payroll protection plan came, they didn't have to do no research. They you had it done. They picked phone up and called me. Hey, what I did? Don't even worry about it. I got your file right here on my desk. I'm going to ah. put you through right now. Right. Bam. You know what I'm saying? Go yeah. about go about conducting business the way you know how to conduct business. That's
1: what a good accountant do. Save you time, save you money. Right. Them t- the
2: two most important things. Yeah. You know? yeah. So so y'all do it all. Yeah, we do it all. Bookkeeping all that.
3: Bookkeeping all that. And like I said, um, since I conduct, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm familiar with the spaces mm-hmm. that most of my clients is. If you in the restaurants, I'm familiar with that space because. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm doing on my own as well. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I dealt with so many. If you're in a trucking space, I'm in a trucking space. I do business for myself. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? I can do that. So, mm-hmm. it's so then just so many other spaces that I'm in that I know how to do it because I'm in it. Right. You know what I'm got saying? Gotcha. You. So, you got to, it's, it's the poof and the pudding for me, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You might want vet to your, vet your account now like that. Like, what you do? You know what I'm saying? Facts. Mm-hmm.
1: All, all accounts are different. You can't,
3: you, yeah. you can't tell me how to get to the NBA if you ain't never did it. Fact. You know what I'm saying? I even take that. It's, it, it sounds small, but I take that. How you living? How you coming? Yep. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I want to be a millionaire. My yeah. accountant can't be no bum on the street. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Facts though. Know fact, so. Nah, it's so, fact. So I, I I even put the image on. You know what I'm saying? I get fly. I dress fly. I show you a snapshot of my life to sh- let you know that I, I'm doing well for myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because uh, I know the information.
2: You
0: know
3: right. You saying? I deal with millionaires. My client. I got millionaire clients. Right. With these mm-hmm. people they doing good for themselves and they'll vouch for me. They'll stamp me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So That's dope. That that's one thing, another thing of vetting out your account. How you right. coming, how you living, what you do. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Some people invest that way. You know what I'm yeah. I, I think I've seen one interview do ask that. What you putting your money in? <laughs> I put my money in that too. Yeah, that
1: amount as well too. Yeah, yeah, success has a track record
3: yeah you can't have the money
1: no. yeah. that's a fact all right um y'all, y'all got yeah, sure
0: i, I go down to shoot sure, I, I just no. did my own taxes you know like this week i waited to the last minute man because you know i usually always oh so i'm like i'm never in a rush to you know, pay pay them so right. i wait yeah. to the last minute that's how know, I am. every year um but for this year it's my first year like owning property Mm. And so I quickly found out the benefits of owning property, owning real estate, man. Mm-hmm. All the interest, you know, that I paid on, to my loan, tax deductible, you know. Mm. The, some of the taxes was tax deductible. All oh, yeah. the expenses, you know, for my uh, investment properties, Definitely. tax deductible, write-offs, the depreciation, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. D- decreases the amount of income that can be taxed, Definitely. right? So. Yeah, man. I don't know if you have anything you want to add to that, but sure. I just—I shout you. out real estate, man. On the tax I'm finna
3: drop a gem on you and, and the people that's watching for the real estate market. Boom. You say you just you got investment properties and you know your home you bought. What some people don't know, what you can do is create you a corporation or yep. AOLC yep. to protect these liabilities, mm-hmm. or assets, or whatnot. So instead of the um, asset being in my name. And somebody come and slip and fall and they sue me yeah right and i let's say i got 10 investment properties all in my name right
0: you can come get everything get, all them.
3: You know get, them right. get, get that one off on uh-huh. uh 85th for you man take all my properties but when you got the information and, or you just working with somebody that know what they're doing i'll tell you listen Let's you got 10 properties let's create 10 LLCs, and put one property in each name somebody slip on that they only can come after that one. Only that one. Come after me, me personally. I don't. I don't have nothing in my name, but I got control of a lot of companies. Right. You know what I'm saying. So, so I own these companies. I can control them and everything. But you know what I'm saying financially, in my name, I'm broke. I ain't got nothing. Now does that,
2: now doing that with that, I'm pretty sure it does. But does it? What's the advantages and the disadvantages in regards to your taxes on at the end of doing that? You know what I'm saying, like. Yeah. Uh, because the business would have its own separate tax, correct?
3: Correct. And its own separate uh-huh. income. You know right. What I'm saying? So uh-huh. if, you, if one of your poppies did fifty grand for the year, you got to file that business and everything. But uh-huh. I'm, you know, I'm sure expenses came with that. You ain't just right. paid yeah. $50,000 with no, no. expenses.
2: No, facts. So mm-hmm. what
3: expenses was it? It was right on $60,000. 60000 You spent 60000 to keep this house up. You did the new roofing, new flooring, uh-huh. and all that. Oh, you was negative ten grand. You ain't got to right. pay taxes on zero right. profit or negative, we're going to carry that 10 grand forward.
2: Right. Yeah. right. I got you.
3: There you yeah. go. That was, a, that was a beast. You know what I'm saying? You can't do right. better than that. Exactly. You was yeah. going to do this anyway. You are going to spend a 60 yeah. anyway because you need your poppy up and, up and going. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I like okay. to think of the benefits of, you know, really just having an entity, a business entity is like where, it's about where you get taxed, right? So what Armani's been saying is basically like as a business, you get taxed you get taxed after you already did your expenses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So and as a person, you and all of us, well now nah, but people that mm-hmm. work, employees, you get taxed first. Right. Right. And then mm-hmm. you still gotta do them same expenses. Yeah. So right. when mm-hmm. I'm if I'm already I'm already about to go, you know, I'm already about to, you know, fix up the crib, whatever. Whatever left after that, that's what gets taxed. So you, right. you, you get taxed on a smaller amount and you still get all your stuff done versus, gotcha. you know. Exactly. And they got all my taxes. Now I still got to go, you know, do all those same things. Right. You know. Exactly what so. he like
3: said. And that's huge. Um, when you're a business owner, you got your entities, they only get taxed at the end of the year. Yeah. So much to yeah. you know whether you can tax bi-weekly or weekly <laughs> yeah. how you get paid. Yeah. You ain't got no choice. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's big. Like, all the stuff that it takes to run the entity. Like right. I said, um, everything I always put emphasis on everything could be expense and write off, and I want to touch. I, I want y'all to remind me to touch on like the write offs part because it's a good and bad yeah. with write off.
1: Mm-hmm. You yeah. tap into it right now. Yeah. yeah so,
3: far as the good and bad to um, on write off, everybody I know it's a trend now. Like oh, there's write off and this mm-hmm. and that. But the good thing, the good thing about writing stuff off is that you ain't gotta pay taxes on the money. Right. You know what I'm saying so if you made fifty grand. And you write sixty grand worth of stuff off, you're negative ten thousand, you ain't gotta pay no taxes. That's the good thing. What's the bad thing? The bad thing is you try to go to a bank or anything, try to get some financing, they're gonna look at you like a crazy like what you want us to give you? Not profitable. (laughs) Not profitable. How you gonna pay us back? Mm -hmm. So that's the good and bad. Right. Whereas you got the good and bad of showing up and this is this is before, um, this this disclaimer, this is before. You build a relationship with the bank. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody asking Trump to see his tax returns. Right. We know he got money or right. whatnot. Right. But if you, from my coaching, you're trying to build, you ain't got a relationship with the bank, they're going to ask you, let me see your tax returns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to see, you know what I'm saying, the proof. I want to see right. what you're really making. it. Absolutely. So the good and the bad of not writing off a lot of stuff. Uncle Sam, I always say he don't care how much you tell him you made as long as you hear his hand. So I can tell them, man, my business made a million dollars. Even if I ain't made a million dollars. Sam don't care. As long as I pay them taxes, he's straight. Facts. But now what I can do, I can leverage that. What I got on paper that I made a million dollars to go to the bank and get a loan. I should be good for at least a hundred grand, right? Right. At, at minimum. So that's the good. And not a bad thing about, you know what I'm saying, saying or reporting a profit of a million, you got to pay taxes on you it. pay taxes cool. on But what you could do with that, you can um get in a payment plan just like, Mm -hmm. You get the payment plan with anything else in this country. Hey, I'm gonna pay you this month. um, I'm gonna pay you this time or this amount on this month every month. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? While I'm leveraging, you know what I'm saying? Something else. I probably then turn it over, take Uncle Sam out the way. You know, pay them taxes and
2: yeah, move on from like that. Right. That's how I actually screwed myself early on, Mm -hmm. (laughs) trying to write everything off. You like, oh no, I ain't make no money this year. You know what I'm saying? And. What to try to get a loan, they're like, hold on, you know, slow down, little homie, <laughs> right, like, all right, all right. what you mean? Mm-hmm. You know, papers, I, yeah, see, no I see the statements, but, you know, this yeah. paper, yeah, so that a big, plays a big part, bro. You can have a million
3: dollars in the bank or mm. a million dollars at home, cash. Yep. Tell them, like, so, I got a million, check me. Right. They don't, I don't care. Listen, on these taxes, this is what it says. Right. <laughs> they don't care what
2: That's you talking real, about. Right
3: there. Real talk. Right. So yeah. you know, that's how it's, you leverage, you know, yeah, them the two different ways. I tell my clients to sim right? how you feeling, how you looking to expand your business in the future, what you looking on doing? I right. I think you should report a profit. Right, exactly. Right. if you're you don't, you do not plan on doing too much, you know what I'm saying, go ahead and report a loss there next year right. because exactly. even for entrepreneurs, it's 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 a difficult process to finance a home. They take you through so much stuff. Yeah. You know, You need to show a profit, you know what I'm saying? You You don't need to prove off, you know what I'm saying, the money. So if you then not showing a profit for two years and you try to go finance a home, (laughs)
2: FHA, they ain't going to rock with you. Nobody going to rock with you. Nobody going to rock with you, bro. So,
0: you know, that's been there. Yeah. So I think all that's so interesting, man, because I'm just thinking about, you know, for what I do, you know, I analyze businesses. I'm an investor um, for for, for my career, as my job and um, part of what we do you know we have to do is we got to figure out how much does this business actually make mm-hmm. you know like what we're talking about now is there's a difference between how much you make and how much you show on paper as a paper Facts. loss and a paper you know Facts, uh, gain or right. whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it and it's because of this right because as a corporation you're trying to pay as little in taxes as possible right mm-hmm. you a billion dollar corporation you want to pay a tax on 100 million not the billion mm-hmm. right Facts. so so we were able to look at, you know, your net income and be, and then go in deeper and be like, that's an ad back. That's an ad back. That's an ad back. Let's get to the actual, you know, earnings that you made right. Right. after adjusting for all these write offs and things like that. So right. we can actually right. see how profitable this business right. is. You know, right. So it's interesting to hear, like, you know, from a mortgage perspective that they only take what you show on paper versus mm-hmm. being like, OK, that's a write-off, that's a write-off. I can see how much you actually made yeah. and still, you know, but it, it makes sense. Yeah.
3: So yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. That's exactly how, how it goes. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. once you, you know, you know the game, you know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. you
0: play it a lot well. Exactly. It's a
2: game. Exactly. That means exactly. you working some serious numbers over there, bro. Oh, yeah, bro. Damn, you want deep. numbers, bro. <laughs> For we real. we in the
0: trenches in, in the no. statements, bro. You know, I, I this, bet. This was, yeah, we add that back. Hey. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. you know?
1: It's a lot of companies. <laughs> it's a lot of, like, big-name companies that don't make money.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> Think what, like Netflix or something. Oh, Netflix, yeah, all, all them tech Netflix boys, don't make no a lot money. <laughs> yeah, do making no money. Exactly. And then the thing
3: I was also saying was, far as it's the relationship too. You know what I'm saying? So you ain't got to keep doing this. I ain't telling mm-hmm. you keep showing profit of a million so you can go to the bank. You know what I'm saying? Once you build that relationship, they ain't gonna stop asking for your Facts. your bank statement. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They, right. they ain't asking exactly. Jeff Bezos for. His, tax returns no more. Yeah. I know you're making money. You know what I'm exactly, saying? Right, I am exactly. saying we we not build the relationship. I did if you do it for two two years, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, build a relationship with the bank, they're gonna stop asking you. Mm-hmm. Just it's about building it though and coming to familiar face. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I ain't telling you that's just keep fact, on yeah. showing profit. You know what I'm saying? Because exactly. you know you're gonna pay so much taxes. I'm telling you I'm a lot do it of for taxes. one to two years, build a exactly. relationship up with a no, bank. Exactly. Then you can go back to all right write everything We we report nothing (laughs) 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 i
0: think that's so important to to say though bro like people don't we we get so caught up in just like what things are like a bank you don't think that you can have a relationship with a bank you know so you think like it's just uh, it's a bank i gotta go through the process 100 times but you forget that it's people that work at the bank that's controlling everything Mm -hmm. you know um and that just goes with life right like you, you always wonder like man why he getting the club so easy (laughs) relationship with the owner or you know right. with the bouncer right. or whatever exactly. it is right, you
3: know right, right. Uh, and that's yeah that's important um what you're saying as far as just the relationship with the bank What pe- then i also to put on with the relationship with the bank i want people to go in with a sense of confidence and this is where you get a sense of yeah. confidence from is there
0: you that
3: go. you don't i don't need you you need me too this is a mm. beneficial so whenever you go to a car lot you try to get a loan or anything you making money off me. facts. So, you know, growing up, and I'm sure everybody else, you go in praying that you get this cop yeah. on, praying yeah. that you get accepted. I tell my clients, hey, boy, go in there, head, high, chest out. Because <laughs> <laughs> they up, need though. you. You charging Straight me. You know what I'm saying? This is <laughs> a mutually a fact, beneficial though. relationship. Facts. Facts. So when you go into the bank, I'm going in there like, man, what up? You know what I'm saying? I need a 100 grand. Yep. You know what I'm saying? What you need? Bam. There, but, there it go. How are we going to work but, this out? Oh, you 5% interest. Nah, I'm, I'm out of here. Come right. on, oh, exactly. sir. Come back. Come back. I think we can do three. Exactly. Appreciate it. All right. You. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Now you, know you saying, talking. Man? So exactly. that goes on with the relationship and just having the information. Know information. that they need you too. They're not yes. doing you no favor. Facts. Exactly. Everybody That's in this country in it to make money. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They charge you that interest rate. They trying yeah. to get do business with yeah. you. That's so
2: important. Even a right even right right. pub, you real quick though, like even because I know me when I actually worked with an accountant, got my P&Ls, you know what I'm saying, my income statements yeah. and all that, and I yeah. bring it into the bank, that actually gave me confidence too because yeah. then, like, you getting your accountant stamp on that joint too, you know, yeah, and it definitely. shows, like, yo, okay, he's working with an actual accountant, okay. you know what I'm yeah. saying, so that actually, you know, gives you a little boost when you walk in. They're looking like, oh, okay, like, yeah, instead of boy, he got yeah, his he together.
3: Now praying that they give you something right. taking whatever i'm a little you. bit yeah you know what i'm saying it's it's like going a little, up, just man. a little bit more cocky you, exactly. you go to, yeah. to the lot to finance whatever you're trying to finance mm-hmm. know what's going on exactly. like y'all making money off me yeah. Facts. you know what i'm saying this ain't y'all ain't I need doing me major no favor. Key. right i'm mm-hmm. exactly. doing y'all the fact exactly. uh-huh. right. right. banks <laughs> want to. that's why they lend out so much money mm-hmm. that's their job to to give money and they like right, to give money good. to people with good credit and bad credit. Mm-hmm. The good credit make people, I know that they are gonna pay us back. We are gonna charge them a little small. Right. The bad credit people, oh, I'm bump <laughs> their rate up if they default. <laughs> write it off as a loss. All type. Take the asset. Right, it's a cold game. Ga- it. it. It's a cold game. We'll be mm-hmm. on this thing talking a thousand. I'm saying. Right. But nah, you know, that's what I like to say and like to tell people. You know, go in there confident because you know it's mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely some free game right there. Mm-hmm. All right, we gonna uh close this, wrap this up. Last question for you is um, you know, what's the best advice that you've received that's actually been you know the most beneficial to you, whether that's from you being an entrepreneur or just in life period.
3: Mm. Man, so much. I'm a. I gotta go with you know something more recent and just. What he stuck in my mind, I gotta go with the late late great Nipsey Hussle. He Rest said so much. Name, I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Just this whole TMC concept that the marathon continues. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm. Not front, acting like, you know what I'm saying? You don't go through the emotions of quitting and all that stuff, the ups and downs, but just never quit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you literally could achieve anything. Like nothing, you just got to just keep on keep going. Keep on going. So, that's the thing as far as just never quit. Um, that's just great, great advice. Um, Then his motto about enterprising around what you do. So that's why I say I'm a accountant by, by trade. That's my cash cow, but I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Mm-hmm. Like that from there, you got to enterprise. You got to, boom, once this starts slowing down, accounting in tax season, it slows down. Mm-hmm. What else gonna generate money through, money yeah, through the, yep. the rest of the, the years? Year. So I think them the two best advice Far as life-wise was the marathon continue, just keep running. It's not a sprint, you know what I'm saying. Just keep on going. Then business-wise is you know enterprise around your main source. You know Show what I'm saying. facts. You, you, well, you, people call it multiple streams of income, but yeah, just put these things in place. So them the things, the marathon continue, never quit, and enterprise around you know your main source of income. Facts, bro. But facts. Fella, bro. Facts
1: can never go wrong. uh Quote Nipsey man, is just infinite source of game for real, for real. R. I. R. R. I. P. P. Peace, man, Rock with Nip. all right. So where can uh, people find you at?
3: So I'm on all social media platforms: Instagram, Midwest Consultants Group Incorporated, um, Facebook, um, Armani Stephens, Twitter, Midwest Consultants Group Incorporated, our website, um, Midwest Consultants Group Incorporated.com. Uh, right now, uh, we got a course going on. You feel me? For anybody that receives PPP funding, everybody knows it's 100% forgivable, but everybody don't know the process of getting it forgiven. So right. it is an application process. So it's just not going to magically be forgiven. You have to go through the application process. So where at our company, we are doing um, PPP forgiveness. Okay. Like we're doing the app. But I put a small thing for the world to have where I'm literally charging a hundred dollars where you can learn. I will take you through a step-by-step process, videos that I got, right. um, PDFs and everything to show you how you could do your own. Or if you want to help out with a friend,
2: you could do theirs. That's love. That's dope. We need right. that. <laughs> <Y'all make sure laughs> nah, no, no saying People. Everybody <laughs>
3: got the PPP funding. You know what <laughs> saying? Hopefully Please. hope everybody took advantage of that. Now is you know what I'm saying the funds are exhausted. You know what I'm saying? The end of May is over with. Now it's time for the forgiveness part. And that's Thanks. the killer. 100% forgiving. You can't, can't, beat, can't that. beat
0: that. Yeah. No. I know it's a sure couple it's people that's happy to know. hear that. <laughs> <No. Damn laughs> check the course out, man. It's <laughs> in my bio on
3: Instagram, <laughs> com. Hit that link. You know, pay your small fee. And it'll show you how to step by step, man. I did them. I did a couple of them. 100% forgiving.
1: That's love, Say Love. You know. uh, we we uh, appreciate you. Uh, man, y'all check out Broad and Hat, bro. Do. My cousin taxes did my taxes as well. got got the highest return I ever had. So y'all get in tune and that's going to be the conclusion of uh, this episode of Crumbs and Caffey. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Peace. Peace.